Humor, and especially satire, can be useful tools for tackling life's most confounding situations. I'm Lisa Morgan, and today on The Weekly Reader, our book critic Marion Winnick reviews a pair of cheeky novels dripping with parody, sarcasm, and wit. Hi, Marion. Hi, Lisa. On our very first show in February 2017, we told listeners about The Knicks, the debut novel of Florida-based author Nathan Hill. Now Hill has published his second book, Wellness, and it's been picked for Oprah's Book Club. I was so excited when I heard this, you'd think we were related. Though it ranges through topics far and wide, wellness is at its heart a love story. The characters are two odd ducks named Jack and Elizabeth. When they meet in Chicago in the 1990s, both are lonely college students fleeing awful families. They live in two apartments on opposite sides of an air shaft across which each is continually spying on the other. When they finally meet at a punk rock show, they fall in love as if swept into a private tornado. But then, of course, life happens. Twenty years later, Elizabeth's wish list for their, quote, forever home, located in a controversial condo building into which they've sunk every penny, includes separate bedrooms. Jack can't believe it. Though he's aware that their relationship has changed, particularly since the birth of their very high-maintenance son, Toby, there have always been things about her that Jack didn't know. And all the secret chickens are about to come home to roost. Hill brilliantly weaves together ideas about wellness culture, the placebo effect, modern parenting, internet algorithms, gentrification, grief, the art of the American prairie, and, most importantly, love. I don't always agree with Oprah, but this time, if you'll forgive the pun, we are on the same page. Our other recommendation is a book by Lexi Freeman called The Book of Anne, as in Anne Rand. As the Kirkus reviewer pointed out, Freeman's sophomore effort kicks off as our narrator, Anna, is trying to recover from having her first book, a satire of the opioid epidemic, labeled classist by the New York Times. But as she explains in her own defense, there is empathy in satire. Jokes cared, just in a different way. They were a natural and necessary thinking through of things, a thinking that had to go barreling straight through consensus to see what was on the other side, even if that thing was just laughter, just the useful acknowledgement that things were never solely good or bad. Sometimes they were also mercifully funny. Useful insights like this play a gonzo game of tennis with absurd and hilarious plot twists. For example, during an encounter with a tour group of sexagenarian beanie babies sightseeing Anne Rand's New York, Anna learns that Rand's first book was also savaged by the Times and that she would have hated cancel culture. While Anna had previously considered Rand the gateway drug for bad husbands to quit their jobs and start online stock trading, she now discovers that she and Elisa Rosenbaum, which is Rand's real name, have much in common. Anna moves to L.A. to create a TV show about her new muse and has an affair with a content creator she calls Big Boy, who gives her an animal avatar, Anne Ram. Later, she makes a pilgrimage to a retreat center in Greece, which she herself characterizes as Eat, Pray, Love, narrated by Humbert Humbert. Filled with gleeful and often politically incorrect humor, one running joke revolves around the idea that only gay men wear Hugo Boss underwear, this lively, sexy, funny book has an actual quest for meaning at its core. The books are Wellness by Nathan Hill and The Book of Anne by Lexi Freeman. You can find more information about these titles in our podcast at WIPR.org or wherever you get your podcasts. The Weekly Reader podcast is made possible by the Ivy Bookshop. For The Weekly Reader, I'm Lisa Morgan. And I'm Marion Winnick.